0: Countdown for Grasshopper. X-5, X-1, fire. I don't wanna go up, don't wanna go up. Welcome to the Toys R Us report, recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon Callisto. It don't take time for him to blow your mind. He takes a second to wreck it because you're dumb and blind. He's your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I'm not a hero. I just sacrificed to make your life a bit better each and every week. And this week, it's not only going to get a bit, it's going to get a bunch better because we are going to talk on a topic that is near and dear to my heart. That topic is the Canadian teen drama known as Degrassi. And hey, check it out. We got a... Uh, We got a special guest. He's back after the big pirate attack. His name is Iceberg13. So come on, Iceberg. Let's see what you got. Come on, hit it. I am very happy to be back. I spent some time talking to the station's doctor. He has helped me a bit with my post-traumatic stress. I believe I am ready to hit it. Let me show you. I can rock the wheels of steel. is a Canadian teen drama that follows the lives of the kids who live on or near Degrassi Street in Toronto, Canada. There were four shows. There was The Kids of Degrassi Street, Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High, and Degrassi The Next Generation. The show has been on the air consecutively since like... 1979 now I myself first discovered Degrassi back in my junior high days It was one of those shows that you watched just because it was on the air Do you remember how that was we didn't have the kind of channel coverage that there is nowadays? So it was like some things would just get watched because they were there our local PBS affiliate started airing Degrassi Junior High with Good Old Snake, Good Old Spike, and Good Old Wheels, and I started watching it. And before you know it, it was in my heart. It really connected with me for whatever reason. I think that really, the reason was because they cast age-appropriate kids. The kids in it were kids. They were not adults playing as kids, they were kids about the same age as they could be, and a lot of the things they were going through were things I was going through, and they seemed to have an extra realism simply because the people were around my age at the time. So I was just... Heavily into the show. I don't want to say it was a guilty pleasure because I wasn't embarrassed But it wasn't something that I shared with everybody. It was just something something that I would enjoy myself after the uh After the electric company aired or whatever and then many years later. It, it, it had fallen out of my memory I forgot all about Degrassi and I was flipping through the TV listings and I saw on the Nick or was it the N? It was the N at the time I saw on the N something called Degrassi The Next Generation and I remembered, I remembered watching Degrassi Junior High so I started watching this one too and before you know it, I fell in love with the whole new cast of characters. Something that aided my quick romance was that during the show that I watched, Degrassi Junior High, one of the main storylines was a character named Spike got pregnant through uh through her boyfriend Snake and they had a baby named Emma. Now on Degrassi The Next Generation, Emma was one of the central characters and Spike and Snake were both on it as well. It was really really neat. I got to follow up with what they were doing In what was real time. The real time is one of the features that makes Degrassi such a special show. The kids start, they grow, they age, and then they move on in real time. It's like an absolutely fantastic feature. It's great. It is real life. The show has been on so long. It has been on since 1979. So you have seen people come, you've seen people grow, and then you've seen them go. Now, right now at this moment, Degrassi is in a pivotal moment in their history. The show was canceled by Teen Nick, but it was quickly picked up by Netflix. Netflix saw what they had an opportunity to get and they got it while the getting was good. So, Nick was getting ready to cancel Degrassi, so they put together a really great special called Degrassi. It goes there, where they catalog a bunch of the most serious moments in the show's history. The show is great. We watched it as a family. I love Degrassi. Uh, The old lady loves Degrassi. And now 2.0 also loves Degrassi the most. She watches the show. I'm not kidding you. She watches the show from when she turns on the TV to when she turns it off. Sometimes she'll sneak a bit of King of the Hill in there, but it's all Degrassi all the time. So when this special aired, it covered so many things... That were important to all of us It was a great moment So what I did was I went ahead and I recorded it And we are going to refer to it throughout the show We are going to talk about the moment Degrassi, it goes there So come on guys, let's get started Hey, this is Michael Bell The voice of Duke on G.I. Joe And you're listening to the Toys R Us Report Yo, Joe! Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the Toys R Us report with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. Maybe a Ghostbusters action figure or a Star Trek propeller hat. It's really up to you. virtualdirtmall.com You won't be sorry for long. Scarecrow and Mrs. King will not be seen tonight, but will return next week at this time. the Report, special presentation, Degrassi. It goes there. <sighs> Degrassi, Degrassi, Degrassi. You say the word Degrassi and I think... So many words. Groundbreaking. Drama. Oh my gosh. Scandal. <sighs> Relatable. Stress. Exciting um is it bad that i say drake it was amazing degrassi degrassi canada my second high school my whole childhood really we really grew up on the show together transformative you can't even describe how amazing that was life-changing it's way more than that it's real man. it's real ...pretty much the idea for the show. What they did was they got the entire cast together... ...and they interviewed them all separately about their experiences. One notable absence on the program was a dude named Aubrey Graham... ...who you might know as the world-famous rapper known as Drake. Yes, Drake got his start on the Canadian teen drama Degrassi as Jimmy... I think that's pretty weak. I mean, I I know he's a busy dude. I'm sure he's jet-setting all over the place doing whatever, but come on, man. You could have you could have come down to Toronto and talked to these guys about something that is something that is important to other people out there. Anyway, man, Drake, I am a bit disappointed in you. Uh Not only for this, but for a bunch of things, but right now we're going to talk about this. So, okay, let's move forward into the show. The first thing that they talked about was, well, Degrassi has a very rich history of talking about important societal topics. And one that they hit upon with a uh, a great frequency was homosexual and transgender issues. I got to tell you. The first time I became aware of transgender issues was through a character named Adam who was a young lady who felt more appropriate living as a boy. So let's, uh, let's take a quick listen to this part about Adam and we will be back in one sec. All the coming out stories are different and are really true to their eras. Obviously, diversity is really important to Degrassi, and one of the reasons why Adam came onto the show was we really wanted to tell the story of the transgender journey, and that's something that we hadn't done before. Adam is a female-to-male transgender. The Adam storyline was important for the same reason why it's important to me, is I had zero idea about that topic. I wanted to portray him to the best, and you know, obviously the binding of the boobs was something that was kind of painful. Learned so much about the trans experience through the character Adam. So many different aspects, the different pressures, and how that's unique to the trans experience. That's a pretty demanding role. She had to cut her hair short for a long period of time. My favorite memory of Claire is when she so wholeheartedly accepted Adam, because Claire could have gone either way. I'm an FTM, female to male transgender does that mean you're gay no i i like girls cool this is a real hot button issue at the moment with the whole uh, i am kate caitlin jenner thing people feel how they're gonna feel i don't want to get political on the show i do want to say that in america we have the right to pursue happiness man and i think that anything along these lines falls under your right to pursue happiness hey man Live your life. Do your thing. At any rate, the way they dealt with Adam was very nice. It was very sensitive. It it was I this might be the first time it was brought to 2.0's attention as well. And for whatever reason, it was it was very fascinating to her. Because, well, it is a fascinating topic. Anytime somebody's living in a way that you're not, there is it is only natural to be interested. And she was very interested. She was interested in Adam. I think that it was very sweet the way they dealt with the whole thing. She had a hard time at the school. She had bullies. People were against her. Her parents didn't understand. And, well, I, I really enjoyed this storyline a lot. Adam became a key character on the show and when I said sweet a second ago what was sweet about it was the way that her friends stood by her she would not have made it through if she didn't have the support of her friends and even though there were people against her there may have been more people against her than were with her it was really sweet to see how her friends stuck with her and I think that I think that has shown 2.0 how to properly act if she is put in a situation where somebody she knows is dealing with these issues that Adam is dealing with this uh this Storyline is a good example of how Degrassi can help serve you as a family as well. What they do is they go ahead and they take a topic that might be a little tough to talk about just because you yourself are unclear on a lot of the, uh, on the details. They take it, they talk about it in a way that you know that you can agree with because Degrassi has, they have a sort of a rule that says negative behavior will not have positive results. So you can kind of count that in the end the good guys are going to win and the bad guys are going to suffer some kind of consequences for whatever it is they are doing good morality will be rewarded bad will be punished and you know in in any uh any situation that's usually what as a parent you feel you should be teaching all right so let's move ahead into the next topic the most talked about moment is jimmy getting shot that was colossal we had been deeply moved by the columbine shooting and unfortunately Other ones after that I remember people coming out from the read-through and Aubrey saying to me I got shot the way we approach all of our subject matter and the school shooting was very much like this is it has to feel like the story is growing organically and authentically out of the lives of our characters what was different about the school shooting is that it was this probably the most intense episode to date but we were all in it together we were all involved in this one issue rick was in a relationship with terry he was in an abusive relationship he had an accidental outburst terry got hurt he was then shunned by everybody at the school what are you doing here terry's in the hospital and you're just sitting here he was the guy that didn't fit in there is a psycho in our school emma i think ephraim did a wonderful wonderful job still giving him some heart and making him human afternoon emma. rick is just a perfect example of someone who's been victimized or bullied or just not knowing how to deal and not knowing how to cope the paint and feathers was just what set him over the top it was the straw that broke the camel's back this is the last Degrassi doom and gloom topic that I am going to cover, but this is a big one. The school shooting was a very very big situation on Degrassi, and the way they covered it was very interesting. It started off with a character named Rick. Now, Rick was kind of an oddball from the start. Not so much like a weirdo, but just, you know, the kind of dude in your crew who is a bit on the outside for whatever reason. We all know somebody, somebody who just does not seem right altogether. But that was Rick. And Rick somehow he got a girlfriend and then one day when he was talking to his girlfriend, things got out of hand. They started arguing and she ended up falling down and hitting her head. Now, I'm not going to say that Rick wasn't at fault because they did get a bit physical, but Rick didn't mean to hurt her. He got he got into it with her a bit and she fell. So, This girl was popular, and this ended up with Rick getting horribly ostracized by the dudes at Degrassi. And I'm not saying that it wasn't deserved, because I I definitely feel like I understand where they came from. They didn't want this dude around because his actions put their friend in the hospital. It's perfectly understandable. I mean, we can all dig it, dude. Nobody wants to hang around with somebody who hurts, who hurts their girlfriend. But anyway... Rick was getting ostracized, and this led to bullying, and it all culminated in a Carrie-like incident where Tar and Feathers, or Paint and Feathers, I believe it was, was doused on top of him during the prom. It was just like Carrie, except that he's a dude, and there wasn't any blood. It was very sad. It was sad to me because I was not always the most popular dude in school, Now, I'm not going to say I went around smacking chicks. I didn't deserve it as much as he did, but I did definitely feel something for him. This was something that Degrassi was very good at. They could make you see things from all sides. You, You can see how you were angry at Rick, but you can also see how maybe Rick did not deserve everything that was happening to him at the time. Maybe some of it, but maybe not all of it, especially not... Especially not this large of a public humiliation. Now, I don't know if anybody out there has ever been on the receiving end of a humiliation of that degree, but I can not imagine that it's anything that you would ever be able to let go of. Imagine that you think that you have been voted the king of the prom or some such thing, but instead paint and feathers dumped all over your head in front of all your peers. I don't know how, I just don't know how with our tendency to look back And dwell on the past. How you would ever, ever be able to get rid of that baggage. You would be carrying it with you for all of your time. It did not end there though. Rick went home, got his parents gun. And probably his father's gun. Came back and shot Jimmy in the back. Now Jimmy was played by Aubrey Graham. Who we now know as the world famous rapper Drake. And he he was led to believe that it was Drake who was behind the tar and feathering. So he went out... And he shot him. He intended to kill him, but instead he left Jimmy forever crippled in a wheelchair. Or so we thought. Eventually, Jimmy did regain the ability to walk. It was a miracle. A miracle of all miracles. But at the time, we were led to believe that poor old Jimmy was going to be in a wheelchair forever of his days. It was some pretty heavy stuff with some long-term ramifications. Jimmy was in the wheelchair for a long time. Rick went off to prison. It was really, really heavy stuff. Especially, you know, especially for teenagers. This was not a show intended for adults. This was a show that adults can enjoy. And I did enjoy it. And I still do enjoy it. But it was meant for kids. And man... They, the angles, just the angles that they came from with everything. It wasn't like, they never said Rick was a good guy or anything of that sort. But you do have sympathy for Rick. You have sympathy for the amount of bullying he's been through. You have sympathy for him in a lot of ways. But you don't have sympathy for what happened. But then you do have sympathy for Jimmy and what happened to him because of what happened to Rick. It's just a big tragic circle. What it was though is it was great television. It was very good stuff presented for children in an adult way. It was it was a show about feelings. It is a show about feelings. It's a show about all Sorts of things that we go through in our youth and even though you might not be in your youth I do feel like it is something that you can enjoy because you've been there. You've been there You can look back you can reflect you can think man. There isn't really an age limit on TV shows Sure the characters are kids sure the situations are kids situations But still man we've all been there or we will be there so therefore in some way it's relevant I am a huge Degrassi fan. I love Degrassi. I have loved it for many years. I have no shame in doing this. My family loves Degrassi. We watch it together. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about what we saw. And I do think this is something that is helping us get through these difficult, these difficult years that 2.0 is going through this. This this turmoil, this turmoil of being a teenager, and when I originally conceived this episode, it was going to be a farewell to Degrassi, because we were led to believe that Degrassi was going off the air, but as we all know, Degrassi was saved by that wonderful company called Netflix, so instead... It's just a small reflection on some of the things that have happened. And I don't want you guys to think that Degrassi is all doom and gloom because while it is by and large doom and gloom, much as it is being a teenager, it is also about some nice moments. Some heartfelt moments about being there, about being together, and just like the theme song says, whatever it takes, I know I can make it through. If I hold on... I know I can make it through, because sometimes, even as an adult, you just gotta hold on, you just gotta hold on tight, grit your teeth, and make it through, and man, that is one lesson that Degrassi... Degrassi gives to the kids so dudes I really appreciate you sitting through this but you know what I have always felt that Degrassi being as old as it is is just not given enough props from the uh whatever you want to say the retro community at large because Degrassi is as retro as it gets but nobody ever mentions it so I felt it was high time high time that we give props to this great Canadian institution before we shut the door on Degrassi for the buy-in now Let's check out, let's check out one more. One more final Degrassi clip. Uh, let me dig it out of the old VCR pile right over here. Hold on. I should have these ready and I apologize. So here it is. All right, headed. This show was so life-changing for me because of the family that I got from it. You're sharing your life together. And for a lot of these guys, you're growing up together. I talk about it all the time. It was one of the best experiences of my of my life. It was like, oh, so cool. Yeah. They say you've got to be dark to get through the night They could block out the sun But I still have your light Degrassi sort of set the bar way too high. I don't know if I'll ever do anything better than Degrassi. It is really one of the greatest acting institutes. It's definitely been my favorite acting moment and I'm sure it will be like no matter what comes along. It was just so amazing. Our cast was a really big family and we were all there for each other and we just had the most amazing time on set working together and they're really an incredible group to have worked with over the years virtually all of them We're just the most solid human beings you can imagine bonding with the cast was incredible we just had so much fun shooting together I think it's something that <laughs> you carry with you for the rest of your life I'm not gay. It was more than a cast, and it was more than work colleagues. They were my friends and my family, and now they make up the majority of my friend group. I mean, I just lived with Annie and Chloe in LA, and I'm gonna continue to keep those people in my life. You leave um, with a connection. It's this shared experience that only a few lucky people get to have. There's a weird bonding element to being on Degrassi that no matter how long it's been, they're always going to feel like family and that's an amazing thing. I felt like I finally found my people. Drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment your weekly toy shop update The Toys R Us Report. Alright, my dudes, I appreciate you guys all sitting through that grassy talk. I mean, come on. I know you're not as much into it as I am, but I hope that I at least made it a bit entertaining for all of you. So, I want to thank you guys. I want to give you guys a big round of applause. That's it from me. So, anyway, went down to the Toys R Us, and I did not see a lot of stuff that hadn't been there before. I don't know. We're kind of getting into the back-to-school time. So, I think all the retail space is focused upon pens and pencils. Trapper Keepers, Peachy Folders, things of that sort. But I did see some of the new 50th Anniversary G.I. Joe guys. They had a bunch of the action figures. I saw a bunch of two sets. One of them was the Baroness and Lady J. They had Spirit Iron Knife and Storm Shadow, Shipwreck, and somebody else. They are cool. They are nice looking figures with a bunch of accessories. But I don't dig these new release G.I. Joes all that much. The guys are too tall and lanky for me. I wish, I wish that they were on the scale of the original Joes, but they are just, when I say original Joes, what I mean is real American hero Joes, not the old Kung Fu Grip Joes. I wish that these, uh, 25th, 50th anniversary or whatever were on the scale with those guys. They're a bit taller, so I don't know. I'm not too keen on them. I think that they're cool. I think that they look nice. They have nice articulation, tons of great accessories, but they're they're just not for your boy I don't know they're just not for me, not for the kid oh here's something I want to give thanks to our pal the Nowe gamer aka phenomenal Phil over on the uh retro league. I want to give big props to this guy because he went out there and he bought the Jaws Shark and did a review video. You can find him on YouTube. just go type in the Swear gamer and he will come up first. He is first in the Noswear gaming genre anyhow he went ahead and he reviewed the Reaction Shark and well I want to thank you for taking the hit because it did not seem all that awesome what what it is was if you sit the shark he tipped forward he's front heavy and he tips making him hard to display I did want to get him I wanted to open him up play with him and display him so I'm glad to see that he was not all that great so I don't feel bad for missing out on having bought him so No swear, I want to give it up for you. You know, I want to thank you for taking the hit in that regard. That's one of the things you got to say for these dudes to go out there and review things for us. They are taking their money and saving your money by showing you some things that you might not have wanted to buy. So dude, he's my buddy over at the Retro Junkies Network, No Swear Gamer. Make sure to look him up. It's your loss if you don't because his videos are short, right to the point and totally fun. He reviews games toys, loot crates, all sorts of fun stuff, very entertaining, very quick get in get out type stuff, I enjoy all of his work, make sure to check that out, and with that my guys we're gonna call it a day, we're getting up there in time, don't wanna have, don't wanna have any kind of issues with server limits or whatever, so my guys, This is your boy, Icy Robot, signing out for Iceberg 13, and everyone else up here on the ISR Space Station, this has been the Toys R Us Report episode number 46, Degrassi, it goes there, and if you don't know, well now you know. Recorded live on Jupiter's moon, Callisto, this has been an IC Robots Radio production.